Football season is coming up in about a month, but there is so much that is going on that we need to focus on it right now. There's a lot to get into, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this Tuesday episode of Jake's Take. Let's go! Let's go! Don't wait! This night's almost over! Honest! Let's make this night last what is going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to Jake's Take. As always, I'm your host, Jacob Storman, at Jake's Take Podcast, at Jake's Still 14. I originally had a different idea for what this Tuesday episode was going to be about, but with all the recent news with Deshaun Watson, I think it was more important to focus on Deshaun Watson. So I know that Deshaun Watson isn't a small market and he's not a team. But he still is a part of these teams, and he's a professional athlete, so we need to cover him. But actually, Deshaun Watson is a part of the South because he is from Georgia, and he went to Clemson. So a little background about Deshaun Watson, and this is in no way me trying to defend him or anything. With Deshaun Watson, he's from Georgia. He's from Gainesville, Georgia. He went to Clemson. He was then drafted in the first round by the Houston Texans. Now, obviously, Alabama and Clemson had a bit of a rivalry. Deshaun Watson was kind of part of that, too. And with Deshaun Watson, he was dynamic. He was electric. But now, seeing this, this is, you know, crazy. It's insane. Because it's something that I don't know how to put into words. With Deshaun Watson... He came from a very different background. You know, his mom had cancer. She lost her tongue. And he worked hard to get to where he is. And he gave back to his mom. And he gave back to his community. And also, he mentioned how work done was a big part of it. He was a ball boy for the Atlanta Falcons. And now I feel like with this, I can't look at Deshaun Watson the same way. Because I just feel a different feeling and emotion in my body when I see him on the TV or when I even hear his name or even think about what the Cleveland Browns did in regards to his paycheck. Now, one of the things that many people look at is how Deshaun Watson was suspended. So before that, I think it's really important that we kind of break down kind of the timelines. But really, before we get into anything, we need to break down the timeline with Deshaun Watson. So this starts on March 16th, 2021, when Busby announced that he's filing a suit against Watson. Now, this was a suit for alleged misconduct against women, but offered minimal details. In the very next day, two new cases were filed. And then on the 18th, the NFL opened an investigation into Deshaun Watson. On the 22nd, Busby files seven new cases. In the 23rd, Watson's lawyer accuses women of attempting blackmail. And then almost a week later, there's a suit alleging that Watson's deleting Instagram messages. So right now we're very, you know, all over the place. By the end of the month, 18 massage therapists have defended Deshaun Watson. So right now, still all over the place. This continues to go on for the rest of the year as we see more and more cases go around. Women are going public with their accusations. Deshaun Watson lost multiple endorsement deals. 
And now you're seeing that there's a motion to request plaintiff to identify herself. So really, you know, it's a start of a crazy beginning of the past few months. And then you slowly get more and more aware that the judge needs to rule that the plaintiffs must identify themselves. Then there are 20 women who identify themselves in court filings. And then, as you see, you get to the 22 people who have, you know, named themselves and spoken up front. Roger Goodell speaks out. Obviously, probably not much is there. And as you can kind of notice, more and more is happening. Ultimately, during this time, too, Deshaun Watson has decided that he's going to sit out and not play for the Texans amid how they're handling things and amid wanting a new contract. He's not sitting out because he knows what happened. He was sitting out before then. And rather than what the Texans had done, they decide that they're just going to have him as a healthy scratch. So he's still getting paid during this time before he gets traded. So as we continue to scroll in, they're still saying how they're determining if he should go on the commissioner's exempt list. And then there's the idea of trades trying to happen. So not only is this still all going on, but people are interested and want Deshaun Watson to play for them. And Houston is looking to move on from him where people might have wanted him, whether it was in Miami, Charlotte, or... And of course, it wouldn't be a Jake's Take episode without mentioning Charlotte. And because, of course, Charlotte and the Carolina Panthers are always doing something crazy. Because, like we said, Charlotte needs a culture change. But also, there were other teams, too. You know, the Atlanta Falcons were interested. The Saints were interested. So not only were there teams that were interested, but it was our southern small market teams. And of course, that would be a way for us to connect this all together. But yeah, I was pretty annoyed with the fact that Deshaun Watson during all this time was still having suitors or really any other place. And then you fast forward and you get to March 11th where he doesn't face criminal charges on allegations. And then a week later, he's traded to the Browns. After that, he's given a ridiculously big contract and it seems like everything is fine. So what the heck just happened? Because now you're making it notice that not only is this player getting more chances, but he's getting paid. And you continue to see how things are adding on because he faces his 24th lawsuit in June. He was booked with 66 massage therapists in a 17-month period. And then the Texans were added to as defendants. Then he's denying the allegations. Then 20 lawsuits were settled. And then he accuses the Texans for negligence. And then more and more, it just kind of gets out of hand. So I think with this, I don't really know where to begin. It hurts as a fan of the NFL to see that someone who has been, you know, accused of sexually assaulting and sexual misconduct for women is getting six games but it also is hard to believe because I know that something needs to be done, but I am scared that something might not be done. So with Deshaun Watson, he has been accused of sexual misconduct, sexual assault for the past year and a half. And now after all this back and forth, 
the judge who ruled in his case gave him a six-game suspension. Now, the NFL has a few days to appeal this decision. But if you've been on social media, if you're a fan of sports, or if you know what's going on, you know that there's so much that was wrong with this decision. Now, here's how I look at it. Deshaun Watson was suspended. That's great. We're proud that he was suspended. But he wasn't suspended for long enough. Now, there are a few different ways that this could have been looked at. Could it have been that did more people drop their cases? Did more people have a different idea? Possibly. But I still don't like the idea that he only got six games because you're basically saying that what he did was slightly worse than what Tom Brady did with the deflated footballs. I don't think deflated football should be in the same tier as sexual assault or sexual misconduct to women. And really with this, it's a lot of back and forth of how should this have been handled or was this enough? He also was not fined. They decided not to fine him. So with this, my mind is all over the place because I don't know if this was handled in the best way. It probably wasn't because looking at this, you are saying that, okay, if you sexually assault someone, then you're going to get suspended for six games. But what about the people who are watching that? Obviously, at Jake's Take, we are focusing on some of the light and some of the more kind and exciting things. But with this, I wanted to turn our attention to this because as someone who is a podcaster, as someone who's creating content, I want to make sure that we can look at every angle. Now, in this regard, it is something where we still need to see what the NFL does. Now, with Roger Goodell, he has the opportunity to make this right. I know that there's been all this back and forth of, well, Calvin Ridley only got a full year suspension for betting, or what about with Josh Gordon, or what about with other people? I understand that, but in this, it really has to depend on where people need to go. I think that Deshaun Watson deserves a higher suspension for this. I don't think it should just be six games because with this, does he fully learn his lesson? Does he fully understand what he did was wrong? Does he feel, you know, excited or is he still, you know, okay? Because how does this affect his legacy? There are different people throughout the NFL who have played and their legacy is tarnished because of one thing that they've done. You think about Michael Vick and how he worked hard to get his legacy back to place. He still is referred to as someone who had a part with dog fighting. And you think about other players too, such as Tony Mandarich with his, you know, doping and how he was on the cover of the, you know, Sports Illustrated. And did he ever come back from that? So this is the same idea that Deshaun Watson is going to take a lot of time for people to side with him again. And I'm one of those people. I need to see that you are serious about this, but I also need to see that you serve more time for what you did. Because in this sentence, you took away so much from people and you're trying to deny that it was wrong. 
or that you were in the wrong. I don't know who to side with. I don't have all the stories. But with this, if you have been doing so many things of this nature for more than a year, then the evidence is there. So we need to figure out where to go from there. But I think in this regard, it all falls to Roger Goodell. How are you, as commissioner, going to handle all this? Because everyone's watching, and it just depends what you do. Now, how does this compare in regards to other suspensions? I know we discussed Calvin Ridley, and he was getting suspended for the full year because of betting. And then you saw Cordero Patterson support Calvin Ridley and trying to get him back. Obviously, with this case, it's, you know... Very interesting because, you know, you have to follow rules and you have to see that everyone gets their same suspension. But the NFL has always had problems with suspending people. And that's the other thing, too. You think about Ray Rice. You think about players like Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon, who, as Stephen A. Smith will always say, is can't, couldn't stay off the weed. He was suspended for a year. And then you have other players too, you know, Tom Brady suspended for originally a full year, then four games for deflating balls. And then you also have players who are suspended for substance abuse. But then when you get to sexual misconduct or even something with different players, it just changes immediately. So I think one thing that I want to bring up is Adrian Peterson when he was suspended. Now, obviously, everyone remembers when Adrian Peterson was suspended because it was a very big deal. Now, in 2014, he was indicted by a grand jury in Texas on charges of reckless or negligent injury to a child that occurred earlier this year, and he was suspended for the rest of the season. Keyword, rest of the season, meaning he played in one game and then was suspended. If that is the same thing that you should consider, does that mean that Deshaun Watson should be suspended for a full year? Does this mean that they should reevaluate? Does it mean that something should be changed? There are players who are suspended for a full year in baseball. That is, I don't know, um, a lot of games. I'm sorry, I'm really bad at knowing what stats are for baseball or there are players who are suspended for 80 games in basketball. Or there are players who are suspended for a full year in college football. And Deshaun Watson gets six games because he allegedly had sexual misconduct or sexual assault. What allegedly is there? I know we have to play devil's advocate of there wasn't enough evidence or there wasn't enough information. But still, there are several women out there who have to see their accuser or someone who made them so uncomfortable or took a part of their innocence and see him continue to get paid, continue to be loved by other people, and he's still getting a chance to go out there and play the game he loves. So where does it make sense and where is it fair? Tell me that. And kind of on that note, we're going to look at some notable... NFL suspensions. So obviously suspensions are going to be common in regards to all sports. It happens, you know, things are, it's the case. It will happen because people are going to need to be disciplined. Now here are suspensions that lasted more than one season. Michael Vick definitely suspended in 2007. Dogfighting lasted two seasons. 
It was reinstated before the 09 season, serving an 18-month prison sentence. Alden Smith, suspended in 2015 for a violation of substance abuse policy. The suspension lasted until Smith was signed by Dallas in 2020. That's five years. Dominic Rhodes, he was suspended indefinitely in 2011, reinstated in 2014. Jarrell Freeman, he was you know, suspended twice for multiple games with Chicago in 2016 and 2017. Then he was suspended for another failed test in 2018. And then he was actually announced his retirement. One season, Adam Pacman-Jones. Calvin Oli for the whole 2021 season. Dante Stallworth. After striking and killing a pedestrian in Miami Beach while driving drunk, Stallworth was suspended for the entire 2009 season. He pled guilty to manslaughter. Darren Waller. In 2017, Waller, then a Baltimore tight end, was suspended for at least one year for violating the substance abuse policy. He had been suspended for four games in the 2016 season for the same violation. He was reinstated in 2018. Basically with this, it's showing that this was Darren Waller's you know, repeat offense, so that's why it was more. Martavis Bryan, suspended for at least one year for violating the league's substance abuse policy in 2016. After being reinstated, he was suspended indefinitely in 2018 for violating the terms of reinstatement. Travis Henry, 2008, was suspended for at least one year after he tested positive for marijuana for the third time. Before his suspension was complete, he was sentenced to three years in prison. The NFL reinstated him in 2012. Josh Gordon has been suspended six times for violating the league's substance abuse policy, including a suspension for the entire 2015 season. He was suspended in January 2021, reinstated in September 2021. 12 games. Ray Rice. Vontez Perfect. 10 games. Josh Brent. 8 games. Antonio Brown for sending threatening texts to a woman who accused him of sexual misconduct. Wait, that sounds familiar. Sexual misconduct. Let's go back to that later. Chris Henry, rest in peace. Suspended after he was arrested four times. Terry Johnson. Michael Kendricks. Six games. Josh Brown, who had been suspended for one game after admitting to the Giants that he abused his wife, was suspended for six more games in 2017. Adrian Peterson, after being indicted on child abuse charges, he was suspended for the remainder of the 2014 season, which resulted in six missed games. Miles Garrett, after beating Mason Rudolph with his helmet. DeAndre Hopkins, another star who's been suspended, was suspended for violating the league's performance-enhancing drug policy. Ezekiel Elliott, suspended after... Domestic violence allegations. We'll come back to that. Five games. Albert Hainsworth. Terrell Pryor. Four games. Tom Brady. Ben Roethlisberger. Greg Hardy. And Ike Mufuna. And Nick Polly. And I apologize if I messed that up. Three games. Jameis Winston. So what does this all have in common? Deshaun Watson was suspended for six games for sexual assault and sexual misconduct. But you look back here... Antonio Brown, who was then a free agent, was suspended for eight games for doing something very similar. And yet, of course, we don't see much difference there. Ray Rice, who has a TMZ video 
that showed him knocking his fiance unconscious in a hotel elevator was suspended for 12 games. Ultimately, he never played again in the NFL. And you have all these other players who've been suspended for a year or a full season because of their time and incidents that they occurred. I'm not justifying that all these incidents are the same or very similar, but what I am saying is that you had incidents like this before and you are really not taking it seriously. So it really does come down to the NFL for how they're going to handle this, what they're going to do next, because in my eyes, Deshaun Watson should not play this year. Deshaun Watson should not play next year. Deshaun Watson needs to get it together and figure out that what he did is wrong and he needs to not only apologize to all the women he hurt, but also be a bigger part of society and learn from this. Because right now I'm not seeing anything and I need to see something there. Also, on an unrelated note, if you're going to suspend DeAndre Hopkins and Calvin Ridley for this year, you have to be able to suspend them for maybe the same amount of time as Deshaun Watson. Or maybe a little less. Because if gambling and PEDs combined is more than sexual assault, then I don't know what world we are living in. And we have a lot that we've got to change. And I'm so sorry that I'm so heated. But I think in this regard, the NFL has to do something because suspensions are not looking good. And this whole system is now whack. But that is going to do on this Tuesday episode of Jake's Take. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for all the love, all the support. It's definitely very interesting to do an episode that is more focused on something of a serious nature. Obviously, we love to have fun here. We love to talk about things in different senses. But with this, it's a topic that needed to be discussed. And I appreciate everyone taking the time to take on the shift of, you know, dynamic takes with me. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Jake's Take Podcast. We're also on TikTok now. I'm going to try and do some content there. So if you want to check out some goofy videos, I'm there and I would very much love the support. You can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, basically almost everywhere. Jake's Small Market Sports Take. You can also find us on our website, jakesouthsportstake.com. I'll get that included in our future episodes. Drop a like, drop a follow, subscribe, share with your friends. As always, thanks for all the love, all the support. Since we are a month away, we are going to be shifting our focus more to college football content. So I'm super excited for that. We're going to be previewing teams from the SEC. We're going to be previewing small college market teams. Yeah, you see what I did there? And as always, it's so great to be able to get content out for everyone. As always, continue to be kind to others, bring excitement into the world, be adventurous, make people laugh, make people smile. And as always, I will see and hear from you all later. Take care.